You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 345. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Have you heard a lot lately about Zone 2 training? I think it's funny because Zone 2 training is kind of the talk of the town lately, and yet this is something that is not new by any means. Perhaps back in the day, you did aerobic training at the gym, and maybe you used to see there was this chart that showed you all the zones that you could train in. That was very popular at one of the gyms that I taught at back in the day. So training and zone training is definitely not new, but zone two training is getting a lot of hype lately, and I have to tell you, it is something that I started incorporating into my fitness regime in the last year, and I absolutely love the way I feel after I do it. Now, that kind of leads to the next thing, which is, are you registered for the all-new Lean Workout Program? Because this Lean Workout Program is dedicated and designed for women in a new stage of life, just like I'm going through. So in this last year, as you've heard over and over lately, I have changed a lot, not just with my nutrition, but in how I'm working out to better accommodate my body, how it's aging, all the hormone shifts so that I can feel great and actually lose some of that hormone weight, right? Well, that's what I did last year. And so I took that workout program that I myself was doing and was working for me beautifully, and I turned it into the Lean Workout Program. So it is for women, and I would generally say it's for 35 years and up, especially if you're feeling hormone shifts in your body, or you're not recovering from workouts the way you used to, or perhaps your workouts are just no longer working for your body. Maybe they're not changing your body, helping your body, or making your body feel good anymore then the lean program is definitely for you. And if you're just someone who is looking for more workout videos to include in their current program, that would be fine as well. It does start February 19th. It could already be sold out because I do pre-record this podcast. So if it's not sold out, I hope that you can get in. Just go to earnthatbody.com. There is a link right on top that says lean program. There's also a link for it in the program section. Go there, check it out. If it is sold out, we can get you in for the next session. All right, let's talk about zone two training, which is a part of the lean program. So if you are registered, you're definitely going to learn how to do it. You're going to incorporate it in the program that you're doing. And honestly, I think you'll love it too. Now, zone two, or I should say zone training, as I said, it's really not something new. It's just heart rate training, which has been done for a very long time. But I want to sort of explain it to you in case you don't know what that is. Heart rate training zones are basically a percentage of your maximum heart rate. And we should not be exercising at or even near your maximum heart rate, just so you know, for very long time at least, um, or for very often. And heart rate zones help you gauge your intensity of workout. And they also help you train efficiently while still achieving 
sort of, I guess you could say, a challenging level of fitness. And as you go through your workout, anytime you increase your speed or elevation or your workload, you're basically increasing the intensity and demand on your heart. And so using these measurements of heart rate during exercise can help monitor how hard you're training and it can help you adjust your level of workout as needed, depending on what you might be training for that particular day. Now there are basically five training zones. Zone one is considered the target range for warm-up and recovery work. And usually it's about 50 to 60% of your heart rate max. Zone two, that's considered the target range for more of the aerobic and base fitness work and should be about 60 to 70% of your heart rate max. Zone three is the range for aerobic endurance work and should put you at about 70 to 80% of your heart rate max. And zone four is for anaerobic capacity, the limit of energy your body can produce using anaerobic means, and that's about 80 to 90% of your heart rate max. And then there's zone five, which is a short burst target zone, meaning short burst speed training, that's 90 to 100%. Zone five is not something you will typically achieve very often unless you probably are an athlete. Now, all that being said, at lower intensities, like from rest to zone two, the body relies primarily on fat for its energy source. And fat is a very efficient fuel source, but it requires plenty of oxygen in order to be metabolized. And as intensity increases, carbohydrates, and that's gonna be in the form of stored glycogen, that's what will become the body's primary source of fuel. So zone two is the space where you're doing the maximum level of effort while not going beyond that crossover point from aerobic to anaerobic where the carbohydrates would begin to become the preferred fuel stores instead of fat. So that's something to really sort of think about and understand. Zone two is right before you hit that level, that crossover, where your body is going to start burning carbohydrates. And by no means is this anything you're ever thinking about when you're working out. Like, oh, right now, am I crossing over to carbohydrates? It's really not something you have to worry about. Your body is going to do it on its own. Now, because fat burning occurs in zone two, of course, and especially back in the day, it's sometimes thought to be this magical tool for weight loss. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you're looking at zone two training for a weight loss technique, you're looking at the wrong thing. It is not a weight loss strategy, generally speaking. You're not burning fat. Like... When I do a zone two training, it doesn't mean like the cellulite and fat on my tush is just burning right off. It is, it is not like that. And you're not going to be burning more calories even in zone two. You're actually burning less calories in zone two training. So don't think of it as a workout meant to be for weight loss. There are just so many variables for weight loss and other things you need to be doing, but zone two can definitely be a part 
of a workout plan that's for weight loss, but by no means would you be like, oh, I only do zone training because I only want to burn fat because I'm trying to lose weight. That's not basically how it works. All right, so now you understand that zone two is this sort of lower intensity heart rate training. So how do you figure out what is that heart rate for you? Well, what you have to do is you have to figure out your maximum heart rate. And the best way to do that is taking the number 220 and subtracting your age. Now, of course, there's a lot of very high-tech ways to figure out your max heart rate, but this is a pretty darn easy way, and I'm not gonna lie, I've had some of the testing done before, and my max heart rate was very close to this equation. So don't think that you have to go out and do some kind of testing and pay for testing to be done to figure out your max heart rate. Honestly, 220 minus 51, for me because that's my age, 220 minus your age is going to get you around that spot. This, this is all not to be pinpointed to an exact number. The body doesn't work that way. So it's definitely an estimate. So figuring out your heart rate max, 220 minus your age. So for me, 220 minus 51 equals 169. That is my heart rate max approximately right now. Now, as I said, zone two is when you're 60 to 70% of that range, of that heart rate, of that max. So I'm going to take 169. I'm going to multiply it by 60%. That's going to give me 101. And then I'm going to take 169 and I'm going to multiply it times 70%. And that gives me 118. So my zone two zone is 101 to 118 for my heart rate. So if I am wearing a heart rate monitor, I want to be anywhere between 101 to 118. And that's it. That's pretty darn low in many respects. All right. So usually if I, in the old days, went out for a little jog, even if I was trying to jog at that low aerobic level, which is more of a zone three, it would have been impossible for me personally to jog and get lower than that into this zone two. However, I don't want you to think, oh, well, I don't have a heart rate monitor, so this is not for me. I actually don't really use my heart rate monitor at all when I'm doing zone two training because there is an absolute fantastic way to figure out what it feels like. And in the lean program, I actually do a video and I show you, but basically, if you're in zone two, you're working, you're doing effort, but you could still talk. I don't want to say talk comfortably. I want to say you could still talk uncomfortably. And what I mean by that is I like to do my zone two training. I like to have my clients do their zone two training at the higher end of zone two. So a little closer to the 70%, but not nearly over. And if you're at that higher end of zone two, it gets a little breathy. Like if you were talking, you'd be like talking and then you got to like stop for a second and you almost wish that you weren't talking because it would be easier to keep working out if you weren't talking. 
That's zone two. And if you cannot continue conversation, then you know you've probably passed over into zone three and you're starting to get towards the side of being anaerobic and we don't want that at all. So again, if you don't have a heart rate monitor that's gonna tell you if you're in that zone, then just use this rate of perceived exertion basically and figure out how much exertion it takes to get to a place where you can talk uncomfortably. <laughs> Hope that makes sense. It makes sense in the lean video for sure. So that's how you know when you get to zone two and what you have to sort of hold and maintain in that range. Now, in terms of what exercise can you do for zone two, you can do pretty much anything as long as you can sustain zone two and not go over and basically not go under. You wanna hold this zone two for a longer period of time. It's not a burst that you're gonna do for one minute. You wanna be holding it for 20, 30, 45 minutes potentially. So you could do walking. You could do treadmill, maybe on an incline, or if you don't want an incline, then you'd have to walk a little faster to get to that zone two. You could do biking and you would just raise the power to get to that zone two. You could do elliptical. You could even do rowing. The point is whatever workout of things like that that you do, you just have to add enough incline, enough power, enough resistance, or enough speed that you can get to that uncomfortable talking place. So for me, when I go out walking with my dog, it's actually a little on the hard side for me to hit zone two because I would have to walk so fast to get my heart rate there unless I've got lots of hills in the area. So for me, I like to do my zone two training on a treadmill where I can push the incline to a spot that feels right where I can get to that slightly breathy place when talking, or I like to use my stationary bike at home and put on enough power where I feel that as well. Zone two training is a great time to catch up on shows or movies, or you could technically even have a conversation on the phone. It might be a little annoying for the person on the other side because they might kind of hear you taking some breaths every now and then, but it's that kind of workout. It's not the kind of workout where you're going to need to be guided or you know you need something fancy and high intensity music. It's more of like finding this chill zone where you're pushing, you're working, you're even sweating, but you're just not taking it too intense. Now, how often should you do that? Well, if you've not been doing any zone two training, you might only do it for two hours a week, and you might break that up with 30 minutes at a time. You might start with 15 minutes at a time. It really just depends on the shape that you're in. I will typically do anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes of actual zone two training. And I do a warm up and a cool down that's not included in those minutes of being in zone two because in my warm up, I'm zone one. And in my cool down, I come back to zone one. So how often you do it really is just dependent on what type of fitness level that you're at. Now, is it the only cardio that you should do? 
especially now that you're older. And I'm here, I'm saying, well, this is a big part of my new workout regime is a lot of zone two training. No, it cannot be the only workout you do for cardio because you actually still need to get your heart rate into these higher zones. So zone two training is just sort of one piece of the pie. It's not the entire pie team. You still want to do some training for cardiovascular fitness where you are hitting zone threes and zone fours. That's really important as well. So as I've always said with everything, you really need to cross train. And that means a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But what I really like about the zone two training is sometimes I will do a 30 minute strength workout and then 30 minutes of zone two and that's it. I call it a day. I really don't like to work out over an hour anymore except maybe one or two days a week depending on what the workout is. But you don't necessarily have to do a strength session, and then a super hard run. It's probably too much to do all of that in one day. And so what I like about this zone two training is I'm sweating. And again, I'm working to a slightly uncomfortable place. I'm not in zone one where it's just I could go all day. It's just that it's not super hard and super intense on my body or on my system. And what does that mean overall? It means the recovery feels really, really good. I don't walk out of a zone two workout feeling wiped out at all. I don't walk out of a zone two workout fatigued all day. I don't walk out of a zone two workout being super sore or super tired and needing extra time to recover the next day. Zone two is awesome because it's generally safer and more sustainable than high intensity interval training. And so that makes it the best exercise that you can do really forever. So as we continue to age, we might not be able to do some of the higher intensity workouts that I would still like you to get in if you can, but if you can't, zone two, you should hopefully be able to do forever. That being said, it's going to be a lot easier to do forever if you've started doing it now. Just like anything in life, if you stop moving your body, as I always say for mobility work, you will not be able to move in the full range of motion as you get older. But if you keep moving all of your joints in full range of motion, I can assure you, you're gonna likely be able to do it into your older years. So if you're not doing any zone two training right now, it's a great thing that I think you should start to incorporate on some of your workout days so that again, it's something you can continue to do as you get older because it's going to work your cardiovascular system in a slightly different way and you're going to get those benefits from the training. Now, I definitely think a huge reason why we're seeing so much about zone two training, at least for me, I'm seeing it a lot amongst women, women in perimenopause, women in menopause. Why is it coming up so much that all of a sudden everybody's doing zone two training at this stage of life? 
I think the biggest reason is because so many of those hard, intense workouts that we were potentially doing when we were younger, I certainly know that I did, it was too much stress and too much cortisol on the body to continue to do it at this age. So as I've been saying week after week, uh, month after month, as the body is aging, especially for women, as the hormone shift and as our cortisol, or I should say, um, our collagen levels start to drop, which is all just normal part of aging and shifts in our hormones, that means that we are not going to recover as well, or I should say as quickly from workouts. So the more that we can take these highly stressful workouts out of our program, the better it is for some of us at these later stages and in these later years. So that's another reason that I know that I'm personally seeing it in a lot of what I'm reading and who I follow. It's because zone two doesn't have that same huge drop, or I should say, uh, well, dropping cortisol as in a huge burst of cortisol, high stress into your system from the workouts. So that's really it. It's nothing fancy. It's nothing new by any means. <laughs> this is nothing new. Like heart rate training has been around for a really long time. It's just that it's starting to be talked about a little bit more. And again, I think it is for women because it has to do with the cortisol release and how good you feel afterwards. And it's just a little less stressful and almost harmful on the body. It's sort of hard to hurt yourself in a zone two training. That being said, uh, I will tell you that I was on the treadmill the other day and I was pumping up the incline to do my zone two training and it was bothering my hamstring where I happened to have a tendinopathy. So I had to adjust that and take that incline down and pick up my speed a little bit more to get my heart rate where it needed to be. So it's not to say that you can't hurt yourself doing zone two training, and you do wanna be very mindful of that. Sometimes if you walk on a flat road and in order to get your heart rate to zone two, you have to walk super fast, be very conscious of the fact that your hips might be sort of rotating side to side. Think of speed walkers. Don't they have those funny hips? Like I can totally see them with those little hips going up and down. Well, unfortunately, that can cause hip bursitis. So for me, I don't wanna walk super, super, super fast for 30 to 45 minutes because I'm a little bit afraid that that could create some kind of bursitis in my hips. So it's better to sort of find this happy medium of incline with speed, but not too fast. So really on a treadmill, I often sort of keep it to a 3.0 in terms of speed, but just then creating an incline. So it's going to be very dependent on your body, on your fitness level, on where you're at, are you outside, are you inside, and you know where what feels good to get you into zone two. Not everybody is gonna be at the same speed, at the same incline, doing the same workout. Again, you could really do this as a swim as well. It's just a little harder to know your heart rate in the water and also to know like, oh, can I talk comfortably right now? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can't really talk while we're trying to breathe in the water. Um, but you can pretty much make zone two work in so many different formats that again, that also makes it so wonderful for almost everybody at every age 
with or without access to a class. You don't need a class for this. You don't need a treadmill for this. You don't need a bike for this because you can go outside and do it, right? That's really all it is. Zone two training, not fancy, not super exciting, but definitely feels super good. And that's where I'm going to leave it. All right, team. So check it out. Give it a try. Uh, Again, you do sort of want to build yourself up to that 30, 45 minutes. That's the point you're really going to feel that good sweat, but just not overly, overly done. You'll recover well and you'll feel good after. So that's everything we got. Kind of a short podcast episode, but sometimes that's all it takes. Kind of like a workout. I'm not going to work out for an hour anymore just because I'm going to say I'm going to work out for an hour if I can get the job done in 20 minutes. The Earn That Body podcast always here to bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information you can put into play right away. Don't forget, go register for the Lean Workout Program. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.